You're listening to Hashtag No Filter with Zach Peter. That's me, your naturally platinum blonde pop culture connoisseur. I'm the reality TV junkie, self-improvement addict, and host with only the hottest tea spilled fresh all week long. Those balls have gotten you into trouble, though. Oh, you? Yeah. They picked us because we're horny. Yeah. Right. And that's your chronic state. 24-7. <laughs> My life has changed so much that it's almost like a completely different life. From the latest news on The Real Housewives. I'm so happy to be here and engage with you. Deep dives into celebrity legal scandals and unfiltered convos with your favorite stars. I've got you covered. And yes, I always keep receipts. Hello, welcome on in, guys. Welcome on in, welcome on in, welcome on in. What's going on? We have uh, Lauren, we have Sister Babylon, we have Aaron. What's up, guys? We have Mary Ann from J.I. Where is J.I., Mary Ann? Let me know where J.I. is, but thank you. Hi, Carmen. Hi, guys. What's going on? Welcome to our Thursday Night Live. If you're listening to this on the podcast, then this is a rebroadcast from Thursday night. Hi, Storm Doris. What is going on? How's it going, Zach Pack, tonight? Let's get it, get it, get it. And and throw them hips, girl. Bum, 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 bum. If you're watching this on the YouTube, we're live on the YouTube. We're live on the Instagram. Let me know if the mic sounds funny. I I feel like I accidentally like fucked up when we started and then I tweaked it and hopefully that fixed it. But yes, thank you. Yay, Carmen got a shout out. Carmen Hutchinson. Yeah, girl. Hi, Lorraine. Lorraine Sands. What's going on? Annika. What's up, Annika? Annika's looking fresh with the fresh hair this week. Hello, hello. Oops. Hello, hello, hello. Hi, Jen. Hi, Jean. Hi, Meow. Um, yay, better now. Okay, perfect. I thought, yeah, when I first opened, I thought it was a little funky, and now it's all fixed as long as it's fixed and we're good. Okay, we have so much going on in the news this week, you guys. Lots of just drums, so much drums. Oh, so first off, we we are going to talk Chris Lee's. We're going to talk Kim Kardashian's divorce settlement. We're going to talk about Mauricio, because Mauricio has finally started to open up about, ooh, Adam. Aiden calling in or watching in from Sweden. Oh, uh, John Joanne from Melbourne, Australia. Love it. Hi, Stacy. Love you too, boo. We have Cassanders uh, from OC. Oh, oh, oh. I love it. Uh, Tisha, Taisha, Taisha with the badges tonight. I love it. Oh my God. I love all the Aussies in the house tonight. I love it. I love it. I love it. Um, yes. Mauricio's talking about Aspen, Kim Kardashian and Kanye finalized their divorce. And then we will be doing the wine reveal tonight. You guys, the new wines, the holiday collection is finally here and I cannot wait to reveal it. <sighs> I'm so excited. Okay. Are we ready to dive in? What should we start with first? Um, why don't we start with the Chrisleys? Yeah, shall we? Okay, so Todd and Julie, they're speaking out for the first time since they were sentenced to a collective, what was it, 15 years? Or no, not, it was 19 years in prison. What, Ju- Julie got seven years and Todd got, what was it, 12 years? 12, 13, 14, 15, 16, 17, 18, 19. Yes, that is right. I do math on my fingers because I'm a podcaster, not a scientist, not a mathematician, not a math university professor. I am a podcaster, so I'm good with words, and I count with my fingers, my phalanges. So Todd and Julie did a podcast episode, and they spoke a lot about God, and they spoke a lot about Jesus, and Jesus is going to lead the way to prison, and he's going to lead the way out of prison, because Todd was listening to a sermon by T.D. 
T.D. Jakes. I'm not familiar with him. I'm pretty sure there are plenty of Christian um, viewers or listeners that are familiar with T.D. Jakes. I keep wanting to call him T.J. Jakes, but he's T.D. Jakes. That's his name. And Todd listened to a sermon by T.D. By and Julie listened to a, a sermon by her his daughter, his daughter. And so... They came into this week's podcast episode very, you know, humble, their heart very righteous. And he said that God will build you in order to break you, in order to bless you, in order to multiply you, you know, and that only someone broken can really relate to reality. And so he wants to be broken so that he can be relatable to the people. And only narcissists have never been broken. And we know the Chrisleys are surely broken into bits right now, into sweet niblets. Give that tea. They didn't give all T.D. Jakes, Bishop T.D. Jakes. Got it. Um, I wasn't familiar with him. They also talk about like Brene Brown. They name a lot of people in the episode. And it was really just the whole episode. It was long. It was just one long sermon. And to be honest, it was kind of boring because I was like, we want you to talk about clink clink. We want you to talk about going into the slammer. We know what's going to happen. What do they have to turn themselves in by January 15th? Like it's coming. So at least tell us, like, we're scared, we're ready, we're getting through this as a family, we're celebrating as a family for the holidays together, keep the Christ in Christmas, like, give us something. But it was just, like, one long sermon. I've never listened to Todd and Julie's podcast before, so I don't know if this is similar to what they do. I don't know. T.D. Jakes is not the best role model. I'm not familiar with T.D., so I can't. I can't really comment on that. The kids need a reality show. All of their reality shows got canceled. Growing up, Chrisley, done. Period. Zero. So the Chrisleys are ready to go into the clinker. They're ready to go into the big house because they know they got the big man on their side. That's really all they gave us. I was like, at least tell it, like, give us a little something. But they say they're living every day as if it were their last. And that was the most that we really got from them in this one hour long episode. I would not recommend you listen to it unless, you know, you, you need some some Jesus in your life and listen, there's nothing wrong. I love Jesus. He's a cool dude. R-E-S-P-E-C-T to Jesus. I just was not expecting to get, you know, to get read to in the podcast. Hi, Foxy Feline. What's going on? This is crazy news still. I mean, it's a lot of time and they're not, I mean, there's not, there's not going to be an appeal. Like they're like, this is it. They're serving their time now. And I believe since it is federal prison, they have to serve a minimum of 85% of that time. Why was the show canceled? Because they're going to prison. They canceled Chrisley Knows Best. They canceled uh, Growing Up Chrisley. They canceled, what was it? Love Cab? Was that it? Love, Love Cab? Something like that. And it was like a show, it was a speed dating show that Todd was set to host. And he was going to be like, Are you, do you want to find love in a limo? And let's get it, get it, get it. And they were supposed to find love in a limo. Am I super late? No, you're super right on time. We just started. We just like started scratching the surface with the Chrisley stuff. And then we're going to talk about the Teresa, Teresa stuff with Louie. I'm bad at impressions, guys. So I can't promise you that I'm any good at them. But... T.D. Jake's church is just down the road for me. Bishop Jake's is a lovely man. Oh, I mean, listen, he sounds hot. Oh, T.D. Jake's is a false prophet, according to Angela. Okay, listen, I don't know anything about T.D. Does he have a B.D.? I don't really know. Maybe that is that why he's T.D.? Because he doesn't have B.D.? No B.D.E.? It's T.D.? He's got a tiny dick? I don't really know. Listen, some people seem to like him. Some people seem to not like him. Whatever. 85% is hard time. Yeah, it's prison. These are the feds. Well, you know who else went to prison, you guys, in case you were you were 
wondering, or in case you forgot, Teresa Judice also went to prison. And she was recently on the Billy and Lisa in the Morning radio show. And she was talking to Billy Costa. And she was like, hi, Billy. And he was like, hey, girl. And he was like, so tell us about the time you went to prison. Remember? Like, Lisa right now, she was like, why don't we talk about your arrest, Kim? Well, Billy was interviewing Teresa. And he, in a question, he said, jokingly, he asked her, he said, Teresa, we know you spent some time in prison, but you came out of prison and you wrote a book, a bestseller about your time in prison. And did it focus a lot on food in prison? And then Teresa, she was like, "Uh uh-uh. I'm normally, I'm just love, love, love. But today you're negative, negative, negative. And I ain't got time, time, time for that, that, that. And she would, and listen, I thought it was a valid question. One, because she wrote a book. Two, she went to prison. And three, she wrote a lot of, of cookbooks. So, I mean, I, it's not a question that I think I would have immediately thought to ask, but I thought it was a valid question, you know, about your time in prison. Did it focus a lot about the food in prison? Because you're known as a, a cookbook, a, a chef, you know, an Italian chef with that cooks with cumin, cumin. So... I thought it was a valid question because she's written multiple cooking bestsellers. So remember when she called Caroline one sixteenth Italian, and then she called she came for Caroline's kids, and so Richie threw Teresa's cookbook in the garbage with the sprinkle cookies. And listen, but aside from flipping tables, she's best known for her starring role in Danbury Federal Corrections Institution. So. I mean, it's a valid question. See, Annika agrees. It was a very valid question. Love, love, love. Haters are going to hate, hate, hate. But I just love, love, love. So she was promoting, I guess she has an appearance coming up this weekend. It's called An Evening with the Housewives. They've done this before, mostly with like Dorinda and Brandy Glanville. And so she's doing one this weekend. With It's this Saturday in Massachusetts at the Lynn Auditorium. So if anybody wants to come, I checked it out. And I was actually kind of like, wow, tickets are only 40 bucks. You come see Dorinda and Teresa and Dolores, and it's the three of them in Massachusetts at the Lynn Auditorium. And she's like, everybody go to the Lynn Auditorium, lynnauditorium.com. It's almost sold out. And then Billy was like, okay, girl, flex. Mm. And she was like, yeah, that's what I do because I was a, what was she? She was like, I was a, a, a builder, what in the fitness builder. I was like, killer Jane. Mm. Squash Joe's head. Bicep curl. Curls for the girls. Buys for the guys. So Chrissy Balls. Great name. Chrissy Balls on TikTok. She shared a number of clips from the interview. And Teresa was not happy with that very awkward question. And then her publicist comes in and she's like, listen up, God. Listen up, y'all. Because this is it. Teresa's got to go on her vacation. And so Teresa, she ended up hanging up the call and the publicist was mad this other host, Justin, Justin chimed in and he's like, I don't know why she's pissed. I don't know why she left the interview. He like went full housewives on us. And he was claiming that she was supposed to be open to talking about her book. That The publicist said that the book was fine and fair game. The only things that Teresa did not want to talk about were her brother, the drama with her brother and Melissa, and also anything related to Balenciaga because she's currently in Europe rocking Balenciaga. And so the publicist is like, she doesn't want to talk about Balenciaga. She just wants to rock it right now. Okay. Rocket power. Do the boob thing again, Zach. Oh, hey, hey. Why are you going to make, am I going to turn into a meme on Twitter? I'm like, hey, 
Love, love, love. Love, love, love. So yes, if you want to listen to the interview bits, they're on Chrissy Balls on TikTok. She shared the clips of it and she's even like breaking it down. But yeah, so Teresa called in. She was promoting an evening with the housewives. The host did not like her. Billy called her the rudest interview guest he's ever had on the show before. I mean, and I get it. She was upset. Like, I think, what do you guys think? Do you think Teresa was right to be that upset about it? Or do you think Billy, like, was Billy wrong to ask the question? Or was, you know, was it a fair game question? I thought it was a fair game question. He promoted the book. He promoted an evening with the housewives. I thought he was just trying to be fun and cheeky and push the boundary a little bit. It's a little rough when you you talk about prison and the clink clink bitch of it all. But like, you know, she just wants to rock it. Yes, she does. Her rocker Balenciaga. Kind of hard not to talk about Balenciaga. Everybody's talking about Balenciaga. Everybody is talking about Balenciaga. I talked about it on, uh, I talked about it in my Andrew Gray interview. And then I also talked about it a bit on Instagram. And then someone in the con- comments today was like, why are you not talking about Balenciaga? And you need to talk about the pedophilia. And you need to talk about the gays. And I'm like, what about the, I'm the gays. This is the gay, you're looking at the gays. I don't need to talk about the gays. I am the gaze. I live the gaze every day. I've had plenty of them in my bed. I've had plenty of them in my mouth. You want me to talk about the gaze? We get fucked and we fuck. There you go, babe. You want to talk about the gaze? I love when people tell me what I need to be talking about. I talked about Balenciaga and I said, that's separate. We're not, we're not going to confuse the gaze with the Balenciaga. I don't know how many gays wear Balenciaga, but we're not going <laughs> to, we're not going to merge the two. Um, but listen, the campaign was wrong. Like, I think Balenciaga has a deep, dark history. There's probably going to be a whole little Hulu documentary that'll come out about it at some point. Um, I think, listen, right now is not the time to be rocking your Balenciaga, Teresa. I'm Listen, I know Teresa's not all there, but, you know, maybe we just, we take a step back from Balenciaga. Maybe we don't reevaluate. Maybe we just, like, sever ties the ad was not right. Heather McDonald and Lala Kent did a whole good interview on her podcast, Juicy Scoop. You can listen to it more there. Listen, I'm, I've never worn Balenciaga. I'm probably not going to wear Balenciaga. There you go. It was wrong. It was wrong. I don't like it. I also feel like the people that are complaining about Balenciaga are probably the people that would never wear Balenciaga. Um, but listen, it was wrong. It was wrong. It was wrong. It was wrong. But Teresa is all love, love, love. And she told Billy, she's like, you should come to my show. I want you to come to my show. Meet me out in the streets. Cash me outside. Cash me outside. I got some Italian pasta for you. I'll pane your ass. And he was just kind of like, I would love to come to your show. And she's like, good, come. I'd love to see you in person. Come. And he was like, and then when she hung up the phone, he was like, I don't want to go to her show. She looks awful. Emily D. Baker touched on Balenciaga's uh, scandal yesterday on her podcast. Great. Tune into the Emily D. Baker show, guys. Or I'm sure she did a YouTube live stream on it. Emily breaks down that stuff a lot more. I think she was actually breaking down. I think in one of the photos, there was like something that they, there was like a, 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 a lawsuit against them, right, Annika? And I think that's what Emily was breaking down. I applaud Lala for speaking her mind. Listen, and it's great. Lala's a parent. I get it. The founder, Cristobal, Cristobal, Cristobal is rolling in his grave at all the bad publicity Demna has done. Mm-hmm. Teresa isn't the brightest bulb. She's not, you know, but she doesn't try to be. She just tries to be love, love, love. 
Okay. Should we get into the Mauricio Watch What Happens Live? Or should we get into the Kim Kardashian find a divorce? Or do you want the wine reveal? Is it time for the wine reveal? Do you want... Billy said it's not about the pasta. It's not about the pasta. And it's not that deep, Teresa. Should we do the wine reveal? Guys, I can't show you the wine reveal on Instagram. So if you want to see the wine reveal, you'll have to come over to the to the YouTube. And I think... Should we do the wine reveal now? And then we'll get into the Mauricio and the Kathy and the Rick Hilton and the buying Beverly Hills. And then we can talk about the Kim Kardashian. Wine reveal. Wine reveal. Oh, look at that. Ooh, ooh, ooh. I, I work out. Mm-mm, I work out. Well, for those of you that are members, you've already seen these designs. But you haven't seen the final designs or the final mock-up. But anyway, as promised, with No Filter Wine, which is always available at nofilterwine.com, um, we're doing a holiday collection. And so for those of you on the Facebook, in our private Facebook group, you helped me come up with some slogans and some designs and a lot of F-U-N. So... Without further ado, here are, here's the reveal of the the brand new No Filter Holiday Wines. Ta-da! So we have the first one is, oh my God, I'm lit like a Christmas tree. And we've got the Christmas tree in it. So we have a garbage can, right? And the garbage can... This is probably our first like merger design. So we have the garbage can and what was notably thrown into the garbage can. The sprinkle cookies and you can see them right there in the center. We have the sprinkle cookies and then you can also see Harry Hamlin's phone, which, you know, references the most recent ones. Boom. Ronald Richards latest tax post. I don't care what Ronald Richards has to say, to be honest with you guys. Let me have my moment. I'm revealing my new wines. Don't let Ron take away my moment. Who cares? I don't believe anything Ron Richards has to say. I've given him too much credit and too much time to like not go into the vague speculation that he loves to go into. So, okay. So this is the first one. This is our rosé. It says, oh my God, I'm lit like a Christmas tree. And it has the, the garbage can with the sprinkle cookies, which is a nod to New Jersey when Teresa was like, she brought me sprinkle cookies. I threw them in the garbage. And then we have Harry Hamlin's phone and then, you know, the Christmas tree that's in there. And then this one people seem to really love. And so this one says, I always make it nice. And then we have the Nutcracker. We have the Nutcracker and he's riding on the fish. Actually, this is probably a better uh, a better view of it. So we have the Nutcracker, which is the Nutcracker that Dorinda got for Bethany. And Bethany's like, you didn't get me the Nutcracker. Your friend got me the Nutcracker. You just introduced me to your friend. So the Nutcracker is on there. He has his apple because he's a housewife from New York. And then it says to Bethany from Dorinda. And he's riding on the fish from the fish room. And the fish has his little antlers that Dorinda loves to wear during the holidays. And then we have, I'm, oh my God, I'm lit. Ta-da! Do we love... Do we stand? Are we obsessed? Do we hate them? Okay, what are your reactions? Hi, guys. Love your hair. Thank you. Um, okay, let's see. Uh, ooh, ooh, sorry, I'm trying to roll there. Wine, 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 wine reveal. Yes, it's wine o'clock. I know that's right. Okay, I knew it. Woohoo. I've been waiting for this. Yes, love the new graphics. 
Annika says, love it. Val says, love the nutcracker. Love the pink. I love the pink. The pink can is my favorite because we've never done a pink can before. We always have the classic yellow and the classic blue. And then our last limited edition can was the Potomac can. And that one was purple. I love the pink. The pink is just so fun. Storm Doris loves the sprinkle cookies. Now I want some sprinkle cookies. Like that just sounds delicious. Yes, we did our first crossover can that merges the Beverly Hills with the New Jersey. Great, right? Love it. Make it nice, Dorinda. Yes. Artist says, hi, Zach. Hit the like button, everybody. If you're watching this right now, smash the like button. Yes, yes, yes. Oh, my God. The fish. The fish room. The cans are very creative. Thank you, Lauren. I love this. I can't wait to gift them. So they go on sale this upcoming Monday, guys. So we have the classic rosé, which is 13% alcohol by volume, less than a gram of sugar. And then we have the classic fizzy white wine, also 13% alcohol, less than a gram of sugar. They're going to come in eight packs. I know right now our we sell them individually and we sell the variety packs, but they're all in a 12 pack. So the holiday edition will come in an eight pack. They are limited edition. We've only made a select few of them. So as soon as they sell out, they sell out and they're going to be gone forever and you'll never be able to get these ever again. Um, I know some people were sad because the the original collection is gone. The Potomac limited edition cans are gone. So now we have the new holiday cans. So get ready. They will be available for the holidays. And as soon as they sell out, they will sell out. So they're available this upcoming Monday. If you are a member of the Zach Pack, you will get early access to order on Monday morning. They are limited edition. As soon as they sell out, they will be gone. So we've only made a select few just for the holidays. So you can order them, take them to your upcoming Christmas parties, give them to your housewives' friends. You've, we're launching them early enough so that you have them in time for Hanukkah or Christmas or whatever celebrations you want. Great gift. Great to bring to a holiday party. How do I become a member of the Zach Pack? Go to youtube.com slash justplainzach. And on YouTube, you can become a member there. There's a button to join. If you can't find the link, I'll post it on Instagram stories. That way you can always join in. But yes, if you want access, become a Zach Pack member. You'll get first access before everyone else. Like I said, they're available this upcoming Monday, which is what today's the 2nd, 3rd, 4th, 5th, December 6th. Monday, December 6th at nofilterwine.com. Nofilterwine.com. They come in an eight pack. You're going to love them. Please let me know when you order them so I can give you a shout out. Oh my God, look at Charmin BB dropping a super sticker on YouTube. I love it. Having a hard time picking a favorite. Well, the good thing is they come in a variety pack. Oh, Aaron, I'm loving the new profile picture. Look at you. You got a little smile on. You got the little bow in your hair. The glasses looking fly. I love it. Obsessed. Love to hate them. Hey, y'all. Hi. Getting me some rosé, the sprinkle cookies recipe in Chef Stew and Amy's Housewives Cookbook is pretty good. <gasps> oh, is there a recipe in there? Where's my cookbook? Oh, my goodness. Let me grab the cookbook. Give me a second. Oh, Okay. The sprinkle cookies, love them all. Well done. Thank you. Uh, where's your winery? We get it. They're made here in California. Oh, my God. You guys are so sweet. Dropping super stickers. Look at Brittany dropping the super sticker and Charmin BB dropping another super sticker. You guys are the best. Thanks for that tip, Russ Davis. Oh, what tip did? Uh-oh. Russ Davis is giving the tip. Oh, let's find the sprinkle cookies. I want to find this recipe because now I actually want to make them. I'm on a bone broth cleanse at the moment. But I want to actually make these Teresa sprinkle cookies, and then we can have them with the wine. 
drinks and cocktails, um, seafood, appetizers, brunch, pantry essentials, sweets, one sixty nine. Mm-hmm. I had a 69 recently. Sweets. I want the sprinkle cookies to broken. Life is a creme brulee. Pat the pistachio cream pie. Yum. Diamonds and rosé parfait. Candace's tiramisu. Poop hat peach cobbler. The best Yolanda Foster. Trash sprinkle cookies. Oh, here it is. Oh, my God. I love this. I love it. I love it. I love it. Okay, let's see. What does it come with? All-purpose flour, baking powder, kosher salt, butter, sugar, eggs, vanilla, almond extract, and sprinkles. Oh, my God. These are so easy to make. I feel like I might make some in a gluten-free, sugar-free. I'm going to do some with pure cane and with some gluten-free versions and some vegan butter. Oh, my God. This is going to be so good. I'm so excited. I'm going to make this. Amy says, bring these sweet treats to your next family event and see if they bring your family together or tear it apart. <sighs> How fun. I wanted to have like a little like holiday shindig. Maybe make some sprinkle cookies. Oh, my God. You guys are the bomb.com. I love you. The pistachio cream pie was good. Send them down to SD. I love it. Lauren, you guys. So sweet. Okay. But anyway, the new wines are available. Oh, my God, I'm lit like a Christmas tree, and I always make it nice. Both will be available this upcoming Monday. Now that the borders are down, Zach, you need to come to Australia to see Aussie fans. I would love to do an Australian show. Um, I would probably do it with Jacques because he's already out there, and maybe he'll find some other Aussie podcasters um, that might do it with us as well. I would love to do a show in Aussie or, like, you know, a couple shows. I would love to. Maybe I, maybe it'll happen in 2023. Manifest it. Okay. Shall we move on? Now that you know, again, one last time. Available Monday, December 6th, nofilterwine.com. The new wines have arrived. Okay. Shall we do... Let's talk about Mauricio. Let's talk about sex, baby. Let's talk about you and me. Let's talk about all the good things and the bad things that make me. Let's talk about sex. Let's talk about it. Okay. So Mauricio was on Watch What Happens Live this week. And he was asked about the Rinna and Kathy and Aspen and all of the stuff of the stuff of the meltdown. Okay. I got the impression that he was kind of siding with Rinna. He said that he was actually in the house during Kathy's meltdown. He was at the Caribou Club with everybody. He left early and he went home. Everybody that knows him apparently knows that he goes to bed very early. I can relate. And so apparently he's claiming that he did not hear what Kathy actually said. He said that he left the Caribou Club early. He was asleep before Kathy and Rena got back. So he was the first one to leave the Caribou Club and come back. <clears throat> it's interesting that neither Rena nor Kathy brought him in to defend their side of things. Like it wasn't like Kathy was like, well, you know, Mauricio was there. He can say that he never heard anything. He slept through the whole thing. And it wasn't like Rena could say, well, Mauricio was there. He can back me up. So I do find that interesting. I'm thinking maybe Rena can't get Maurice like maybe Rena didn't want to drag Mauricio into things and that was part of her way to like defend Kyle and then obviously I don't think Kathy wanted to bring Mauricio into it because then he would have been able to back up Rena's story that maybe she really was throwing a tantrum but he claims he slept through most of it but I guess at some point in the middle of the night or like early early in the morning like three two one two three something a.m. he says he doesn't um 
He did not remember hearing what Kathy said, but he does remember waking up in the middle of the night. And he says that Rena was very visibly shaken up. He says that Rena was a mess and that that whole night was very, very intense. So it sounds like there were some conversations and maybe at some point Kyle came back and was part of those conversations as well. It's unclear when Kyle got home and what happened when Kyle got home, but apparently something went down. He described the night as very intense. He said he remembers seeing Rena very shaken up. He also talks about Rick Hilton and buying Beverly Hills because a lot of people are like, how is it that you can go on buying Beverly Hills and not even address the Rick Hilton of it all? He says that he didn't feel like there was a need to talk about Rick Hilton. He's like, I don't know her. I was like, ooh. 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 Yay for the new wines. Thanks, Charmin BB. Hi, Jen. Uh, Yes, he totally was. But, like, why wouldn't he? He and the Hiltons so do not have the best history. Very true. He looked concerned on the private jet headed back to L.A. when Rena was talking. Yeah. I completely, like, I don't know how I blocked that out that, like, Mauricio was there and they were staying at Kyle and Mauricio's house. I don't know how that just blocked out or how that wasn't more part of, like, the conversation and how he never got dragged into it. But he's also close. He also chose Rinna to sleep with. Say what? You're saying Mauricio slept with Lisa Rinna? Interesting. He wouldn't get the half, he wouldn't get half of those clients without Rick's connections. I mean, yeah. I mean, here's, okay, so let's have that conversation. So he started with Rick Hilton's real estate company, right? And then eventually at some point he wanted to branch off and do his own thing. And Rick didn't really support that. And so he ended up leaving and he took some of the clients with him. I personally don't think you take clients away from an agency. I think you leave and if the clients like you because you've built that relationship with them if they choose to leave with you that's not really your fault or your bad and i would believe that there's a valid reason that he would leave the company right i don't think rick hilton's doing that bad like i think rick hilton is doing fine i think he's living life and enjoying himself perhaps the first rule about mo leaving Hilton to start his agency is that mo doesn't talk about leaving hilton to start the agency well, he said he didn't feel like there was a need to talk about it on buying Beverly Hills. He's like, our families aren't in a good place. So, you know, why does he owe, lo- like, why does Mauricio owe any loyalty to Rick when Rick and Kathy don't seem to have any loyalty to Kyle and Mauricio? Like, what is that fucked up mentality? Like, what? I, I don't get it. Same reason Farah wants to leave. Farah actually was on my show and she said she doesn't want to leave and she doesn't plan to leave. But, I mean, I she said that... She, she would only leave if she left real estate. Wasn't Mauricio approached to leave and start a new business? I don't know. I don't know the backstory. So I'm not really sure. It's like a salon where the hairdresser leaves. Yeah. And then if people want to stay, then they keep moving. Oh, man. I just got invited to something on Saturday night at 930. That's so late. Like, who has a party at 930? Oh, my gosh. That is so late. <laughs> um. I don't know if I'm going to go to that after all. I, well, first of all, I already have plans on Saturday. I have a long day on Saturday. I have a photo shoot on Saturday. Um, and then my cousin's having a thing on Saturday. That is so late. Sorry, I just got a text message right now. Um, maybe I'll go live life, have fun. Clients have a choice. Yeah, I agree. I don't think he did it. It's family and the loyalty issue is the only af- is only after the fact. It's 
family and the loyalty issues is only after five. Listen, I don't think that, like, I don't know. Remember, PK picked Erica and he chose Rena in that gross conversation. Yeah, but that wasn't serious. They weren't actually, you know, doing anything. <sighs> it's a family. Yeah. You're old. I'm not old. Bitch, I'm 29. And I still look fine. Oh, crrr. I just don't like going out at 9.30 on a Saturday. 9.30 and they, so they have meth. <gasps> I don't think they have meth. I'm just saying 9.30 is so late to be going out. Who goes out at 9.30? Like, I understand like 7, 8, but 9.30 is like really late. Because if, th if you think about, like, let's, let's walk through this, right? We start at 9.30, which means people realistically aren't going to be there till like 9.45, 10-ish. So then if they don't, 9.45, 10-ish, so then like the party doesn't get pop until like 10.30. Like we're, we're starting things. I'm normally in bed by 10.30. I'm in bed by like 10. I normally go to bed at 9. I don't have, I don't leave my house until 10 p.m. on Saturday. You don't leave your house until 10 p.m.? Oh my God. I understand if like you're out to dinner and you're getting lit. Um, right? Not all of us are on cocaine. Um, oh, okay. My other friends are texting me and they're like, we're not going to be able to make it. I should not be saying this on the, on the live right now. Um, because <laughs> my friends are, 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 Friends that people know. Um, yeah, no, 10 p.m. Who leaves at 10? Listen, the only time I'm out past 10 p.m. is if I'm already out. We started at 6. We went to dinner. We're having drinks. We're living life. And then we're like, okay, let's go to the next spot. And we're just kind of like living it up, right? I don't start my night, girl. It takes time to get my ass in drag. Then start earlier, my love. I, I've never done drag. Oh, my God. I'm here live. Hi, Megan. Welcome on in. Megan, you are live. Off topic, ha, what are your thoughts on Britney Spears' Instagram account conspiracies? Listen, I don't even want to touch that because the Britney fans is crazy. Um, but what are my thoughts? I Listen, I said this from the beginning, and I know that this wasn't really the night doesn't start popping off until 11. What? What? That's when I'm leaving the party. That's when I'm going home. 10.30. Starting the 9 off at 9.30. Nope, I'm getting to my PJs. Thank you, Aaron. Um, okay, Britney Spears and the Instagram stuff. Um, what about Britney and the Instagram stuff? Listen, I don't know what... I don't... I've not... I want to preface by saying I don't know all of the conspiracy theories, so I can't give much of an educated answer to the spe any specific conspiracy theories. Um, I've vaguely loosely heard about some of them, but I will say this... I said from the very beginning that I, yes, as much as I want Britney to be free, I also thought it was very dangerous to just immediately take the conservatorship away and give her full freedom and autonomy overnight. Um, and I, I have always said, I always thought we should kind of like transition her back into real life because she's never had that type of freedom. And I think with the medication that she's been on and the lack of freedom that she's had, I really think that, you know, she... It's just not an, it, it, it's going to be a hard transition, you know, for her to get into real life, you know, for her to reacclimate into real life. So, um, yeah, I mean, I just, you can't keep somebody under that type of tight grip and on, drugged up for that many years and then just expect them to be okay afterwards. Um, the videos do seem a little concerning. 
She needs a case manager. I agree. I don't know what coming off of a conservatorship like that would look like. I'm not versed in that, but I would just assume it takes a while to transition. And I don't, my understanding is there wasn't much of a transition. We just kind of opened things up. She has a business manager overseeing her finances, though. Her attorney made that a priority. Okay, well, that's good. Again, I'm not all that familiar with the details of it. Um, so again, I can't make the most educated. It's, Storm says, my theory is the husband is the suspect. I don't know what he's a suspect of. I know people were saying that these videos and photos were old and they're from, you know, a while back, um, that she's, I don't know, locked in a basement somewhere. I don't really know. Britt, call me. Yes. Yes, that's all I have to say. Also, what's today? Thursday? How is it on a Thursday night at 6 p.m.? You're going to tell me we have plans to do a Saturday night at, at, at 9.30? Like, that's very presumptuous that I already don't have plans, which I technically do. But if it's not at 9.30, like 9.30, I was ready to wrap, my, wrap up my night. So technically, I might be available. It depends on how earlier in Saturday, like how that day goes. Oh, man. Danielle. Hi, Danielle. Thank you for the super sticker. Haven't been able to catch a live in a while. Love your channel. The Hilton sound like the mafia. Once you're in, you can't get out. Silence is golden. Do you think he and Kyle are conspiring against Kathy? No, I don't think it's that serious. Zach, they are preparing for a wild night. I mean, it sounds like it's a wild night. I wish I could read the text thread and see what everybody's saying. Um, but it sounds like they're having a wild night. Don't accept Saturday plans after Tuesday. Thank you, Sister Babylon. I agree. Especially because the original text message said we might be doing something December 1st or December 2nd. So I was planning for December 1st or December 2nd. And then I finally was like, hey, it's December 1st and I haven't heard anything. And now we're doing something on December 3rd. But December 3rd was not an option in the group thread. So just saying. My nights don't start until 11 when I used to go out. I'm in bed by 10 now. You should stay home and make sprinkle cookies. Oh my God, how fun. How sad, but how fun. I would love, I would actually love to do that. With my sprinkle cookie wine, my sprinkle cookie rosé. Yes, Christy, I'm here for it. What? Okay, I might need to take this advice. What advice? Did I give somebody some advice? What did I say? Oh, about the Tuesday? Yeah. Don't go out. Yes, because you're in demand, Henny. Okay. Should we talk Kim Kardashian's divorce? So Kim Kardashian and Kanye West have finally finalized their damn divorce. It took two years, but it is settled. So they have joint custody of their kids, though in the actual settlement, I guess Kanye does acknowledge that Kim has the kids 80% of the time. However, both parents will be given equal access to the kids at all times. I don't know what equal access means. It kind of sounds like a clause that we threw in there with special wording to make Kanye feel special. I don't really know. Equal access. I assume that just means anytime Kanye wants to have the kids, they both have equal access to the kids at all times. But I mean, if Kim has the kids 80% of the time, then it makes sense that she does receive some sort of child support, right? Because normally when parents have 50, well, I guess when parents have 50-50 custody, there is no, um, there is no child support. But if one parent has the other kids more, then yeah, there is child support. People are like up in arms about the 200000 per month in child support, okay? So 200000 per month means it's about 50000 per kid per month. And people are like, some people are saying Kim Kardashian is so rich, she shouldn't be getting child support. However, Kanye is a 
parent. He's a father. He's the parent. And, he, and if he only sees his kids 20% of the time, then I think, yes, he should financially support his children. He deserves to have some sort of role if you're not going to be there. Listen, my dad, I didn't see him all the time growing up, so he had to pay child support. And then he didn't pay his child support, so then the government had to seize his tax returns. And so I would, every time when it was tax turn, I would get a nice little lump sum of money because he never paid his child support back in the day. Gotta pay. If you're not gonna be in the kid's life, then yeah, you gotta pay some child support. Isn't it four hundred thousand a month? They're splitting the bills. Well, yes. So let's get into those technicalities as well. Bethany broke down the child support formula on her podcast. It was interesting, but made sense. What was the the formula, Storm? If you don't mind giving us a little synopsis. I'm hearing that Ye owes the IRS fifty million dollars. I mean, listen, there's a lot. Let's talk about Kanye. Yeah, let's mention it all because he is homie is crazy. What was he on? He was just on somebody's radio show today, and I was seeing clips of it on Twitter, and I'm like, oh my goodness gracious, almighty! Can you not, homie? Like, just can you stop? Like, please stop doing interviews. This isn't helping you. He had his face covered. Like, it was just, he had gloves on. It was just like, it was too much. And I'm like, you're harming your kids. And you're Alex Jones. Thank you. He was just, he did an interview with Alex Jones. It's just, it's wild. So let's talk about the expenses, right? So according to TMZ, the $200,000 is not the full child support bill. And child support not meaning what he's entitled to pay, but what it costs to take care of the kids for a month, right? So when it comes to a full child support bill, according to TMZ, this is Kanye's share of those kids' expenses. And it says that they're splitting the expenses. And I'm assuming that means 50-50, which means the kids cost about $400,000 per month. Or it's split between Kim covers 20% of the expenses and Kanye covers 80% of the expenses because Kim has the kids 80% of the time. So he has to provide for the time that he wasn't actually there. Okay. So Storm says that a quick recap based off of what his income is and the amount of time they'll be with Kim broken down by each of the four kids. Okay. Yeah. So that's, that's my understanding of the child support as well is it's based off of not necessarily the needs of the child always, but it's, it factored in the expenses with the um with how much the parent makes. So the parent that has to pay child support, it's I believe a fraction of their income that is then pulled into how they'll how much they'll end up having to pay, that coupled with how much it costs to take care of the child. So it's not necessarily that it costs fifty thousand dollars or a hundred thousand dollars to take care of the kids, but if these are all of the expenses for the kids and we're talking, you know, their essentials clothes, school supplies, whatever, their transportation, because they have to always be transpoed in with a driver and in the big SUVs, their schooling tuition. I'm sure that's not cheap. Security, extracurricular activities, and they have some fancy extracurricular activities. Security, I think, is probably going to be the biggest one. Um, And like meals and stuff too, right? Like you have to provide to pay for your kids. And if you have a private chef, if you have a team of private chefs and those chefs are cooking for your kids, then yeah, you should have to pay those chefs. You should have to pay all of the security guards. Like think about it. If you have four full-time security guards, think of what their salary is per year and that break that down per month. You know, especially the more he continues to do all of this press and expose where the kids go to school, all of that stuff continues to bring more exposure to the kids. So, yeah, you are going to need beefed up security. But did she really get the house? Um, 
that he bought next door. So I know the property was also divided equally amongst them. Whatever property was in her name, she got to keep. Whatever property was in his name, he got to keep. And then any property that they shared, they, I I think, just like bargained it off. And, you know, that I think the property division was the easiest. And it seems like she just wanted that to be done. It seems like the hardest part was the kids and the custody. But according to the new settlement, they have equal access, which means they can both see their kids equally. But the fact that he admits, like, Kim has the kids 80% of the time and there's no, like, he did not contest, there was no contest to the 200000 per month. There was no contest to the 200000 the um, 80% of the time, like, none of that. Exactly. Basically, to upkeep the way of living the children are accustomed to. Yeah. And listen, part of the expenses for the kids, too, is also not just transpo within the, like, city, but, like, traveling. If he's going to stay in Wyoming and the kids are going to have to go back and forth between Los Angeles and Wyoming and they have to fly private, then, yeah, he should have to fork some of that bill as well. Like, he should be responsible for those things. Private jets are not cheap. I mean, a private jet, you're looking at, I don't know, 10 to 20 grand for a trip. Private chef, give the kids Lunchables. But, I mean, listen— if they, if you already have the private chef and you can afford the private chef, then yeah, then keep the private chef. You have the money. You can spend the money. That's your life. That's what you're accustomed to. That's what the kids are accustomed to. So if this is the life that they're going to have, why should Kim be the one responsible for paying that just because she has money? So does he. So collectively, they had $200 million in property that they both owned together. That's since been divided. Um, but I mean, it seems like out of the divorce settlement, their debts have been, um, they're, they're, they get to keep their own debts so they don't have to worry about paying each other's debts. And it looks like they both forfeited paying any, uh, spousal support. So they don't have to pay each other anything. So all that's being paid is child support, not spousal support, child support, which is the 200,000 per month. Um, Kanye's net worth went from 1.3 billion coming into this year it is now dropped to 400 million i would imagine after the alex jones oh yeah the four nannies that's that's a good point too char i would imagine the 400 million is probably going to dip even further i don't know how he's going to end up paying that 200,000 a month what's yeah cuz that's like millions per year right how much is that well, I mean, I guess if you if your net worth is still four hundred million, you can afford a couple mil to take care of your kids per year, right? Two hundred thousand times twelve. Someone do the math. Math is not my strong suit, and I can't do that type of multiplication on my fingers. Two hundred thousand times twelve. What is two times twelve? Two times twelve is twenty four. So that's what two point four million. No, is it two point four million? Is that really what he's paying? He's not paying twenty four million. Where do we put the decimal in, in around the corner? Yeah, 2.4 mil. Yeah. So, ooh, that's a hefty child support bill. But I mean, I guess compared to what they spend and how much they're worth, you know, the Kardashians will have to take care of him as he declines. Yeah, probably. And I think Kim knows that. So she's like, you know what? Just start giving me all your money now. And then, you know, we'll go from there. But yeah, that's a lot. Okay, guys, smash the like button. Hit the like button. I, I feel like I naturally say smash the like button. I feel like I've heard other YouTubers say that, and I feel like I'm, I don't want to rip anybody off, so I'm trying to not say smash the like button. Um, okay.
Interesting. Um. Okay. So yeah, good for Kim. She's still. I think she's worth one point eight billion. Kim's plane was one hundred and fifty million. Yeah, to make, not to like fly. She doesn't pay that every time she flies. That's just what she used to build. But listen, if you're worth one point eight billion, yeah, I'd buy my own private jet too. Give me Zach Air. Zach Pack Air. Let's get it. Get it. Get it. Get it. Are you talking Salt Lake City tonight? Um, if you want me to talk Salt Lake City, going back to Kathy and Kyle, are we sure Kyle isn't trying to take Kathy Hilton and Highland down with the agency? I don't think it's that deep, you guys. I really don't think so. Um, I don't think Kyle and Mauricio are trying to take anybody down. I think Kyle, I think, just wants peace. I think she has total, I think that's why she has so much anxiety. She was always trying to keep her mother happy. She was always trying to appease the mom and navigate her ups and downs. And so that's why she always has rattling anxiety when it comes to her sisters. I really think she just wants to keep the peace. What did you think of Angie K reading Jen? Okay, Angie K is about to save Salt Lake City. All right, let's put some respect on the name, okay? A private jet is a huge tax write-off, according to Heather McDonald. Yeah, because, I mean, yeah, it's a huge tax write-off. It's because you're flying for work. So instead of paying, you know, whatever in, you know, airfare, you get all of your expenses covered because you you have you own the damn plane. And the plane is technically owned by the company. It's a huge tax write-off. Um, but, okay, Angie K is living life, and she's winning Salt Lake City. I like Angie K. I thought Jen Shaw pouring the champagne on Angie K was dumb. I thought Jen Shaw complaining about not getting the biggest room is also dumb. I loved Whitney when she was like, here we go on another domestic flight thanks to someone's court-ordered travel restrictions. San Diego, here we come. Like, San Diego is not the destination you really want to do. So, will the Erica... And will the Erica pod be in person? Um, yes. If I ever interview Erica, it will be in person. It will not be a Zoom interview. We will do an in-person interview. We'll do a, a we'll do the interview right. Jen Shaw is always absurd. She's ridiculous. Jen Shaw is ridiculous. Angie K, Angie Harrington, and Dana not putting up with Jen's BS. Exactly. The other women should follow suit. Like Heather Gay has total Stockholm syndrome. She is like living in a land of delusion. And I'm just like, why do you defend everything she does? Even when Heather Gay was with Mauricio on Watch What Happens Live, she looked so dumb. I'm just like, my God, Heather, I like, how is it that people, I think Heather is so overhyped. Heather is the most overhyped Salt Lake City housewife. I don't even, I want to throw her book in the garbage. You know what I mean? Jesus. I just, I can't with Heather. She's so up Jen's asshole, like ridiculous. Like not even the Beverly Hills girls are up Erica's asshole that much. Like even they were like, you know, Diana was like, well, don't you feel bad for the victims in Aspen? And even Rena was like in the car, I told her you should have a little more humility for the victims. Kyle said it to her face to re you know, I just feel like none of them have Erica's back the way Heather Gay. Ha I mean, I don't even think Meredith has Jen's back that hard. It's just, it's ridiculous. Yeah, throw Heather Gay's book in the garbage with the sprinkle cookies. Heather Gay looks like a man. That's not very nice. But remember, her friend Jen Shaw did say that she looked like um, Shrek. And that came from her friend Jen Shaw. Like, how is it that this woman calls you Shrek and you're just like, yeah, Jen, whatever you want. Hit me again. It's ridiculous. It's so ridiculous. I didn't think it was funny that she threw the champagne on Angie K. I thought she should have been a little more gracious and grateful to Angie K for paying. I love that Angie K was like, you need the receipts. Here we go. Bar, $4,000. Cleanup fee, $500. 
Coach Shaw's blowjob in the bathroom, $2,000. Like, she was like, here we go. I got receipts. I'm dropping this out. Normally, that would be tacky. Yes. But in this case, I was like, no, drag her. Drag her, Monique. Drag her. I was ready for it. She a booty head. Jen Shaw, yes. Or Heather Gay, yes. How do you feel about his rant? Whose rant? Kanye's rant? I don't feel anything about Kanye. I think he's ridiculous, and I think we need to stop giving him airtime. Not funny at all. She looked ridiculous. Yeah, she was just doing the most. So Salt Lake City, I love Angie K. I think she definitely deserves a snowflake. Love Dana. I wish Dana would have gotten a bit in the mix a little bit more, but I think Dana's going to continue to get in the mix as the, the season continues to go on. Jen Shaw definitely doesn't like any of them, and I'm pretty sure there's a reason why. Did Ronald Richards see your... Did you see Ronald... Okay, what did Ronald Richards post, guys? Because people keep bringing it up. What did he say now? What is he talking about? Is it Jen Shaw? Is it... Let's, let me see if I can pull this up. Jesus G. Willikers. I cannot stand Ronald McDonald... Ronald Richards. I told him I wouldn't call him McDonald anymore. Okay. Attorney... See, this is what he wants. He wants us to talk about him. And I don't know why. And I hate giving him the damn airtime. Okay, what did Ronald Richards post today? Let's see. Do, do, do. Oh. Log in to view Ronald Richards' Instagram post. Oh, anyway, you guys, you're driving me crazy. Okay, attorney. Let's see, maybe Ronald Richards. Ronald Richards needs to worry about his own damn bills. <sighs> All right, let's see. What did he post? It's loading. Give me a sec, guys. Sorry. Okay, notice of tax lien for Thomas Girardi. Okay, California Franchise Tax Board issues tax lien for $2.7 million? Is that million? That's not billion, is it? Against Erica Girardi. These are for 2019 state taxes only, not federal. He tags Erica. This is for her 2019 taxes only. At what point does she accept culpability here she has to pay taxes on her income like all americans hasn't she already addressed this she they've already addressed this and she's like i didn't fill out my tax returns tom filled out my tax returns like i can't afford to pay this hefty bill and you and i think they're in like the process of trying to negotiate or like trying to work it out this is nothing new this is literally nothing new We've already heard about this. Her attorney already addressed this. She owes money on taxes. Name of taxpayers, Thomas Girardi, Erica Girardi. Yeah, I don't understand why any of this is. Are you going to watch Kenya on the new Survivor type show? It looks really good. I'm actually kind of interested in that. Yeah, this Ronald Richards thing is ridiculous. We've already heard about this. He keeps fanning the flames of nothing. What happens if she doesn't pay? I mean, that's a that's a really good question. Um, what happens if she doesn't pay? I would assume there might have to be some sort of jail time. However, I did talk to Emily D. Baker about this way, way back, way, way back. Because she that was always our prediction, my prediction, and her in predictions independently was that the real issue was going to be with taxes. Um, and that's really where she was going to end up getting hit with something. But Emily says that all they really care about is that you pay. They don't really care to lock you up. They just want you to pay the money. So I think if she can actively work towards paying back this money, I think, you know, she should be, she should be all right. I don't know if she'll be able to pay all of that, but wow. 
what's going on with the earrings that she switched out. She didn't switch out any earrings. This is why I don't like Ronald Richards, because his stuff is all bogus. She didn't switch out any earrings. Stupid people saying stupid things. I think Ronald Richards likes to drop info when Zach is like, well, good for him. Good for him. Oh, my God. He needs my promotion, clearly. Oh, my God. Seriously, Heather lies so much, too. It's ridiculous. I agree. Emily D. Baker and Law and Lumber all but dragged Ronald Richards in last night's live. Good, as they should. I drag Ronald Richards in my text messages with Emily all the time. I'm like, girl, did you see this? And she's like, yes, I can't believe that. So, yeah. Maybe that's why Kyle chose Netflix and not Bravo. Okay. Well, I guess that that that's the end of the live tonight, guys. Shall we wrap? Salt Lake City was great. Potomac, great. This episode of Potomac and this episode of Salt Lake City, stellar. I'm glad we didn't have anything for Thanksgiving because it made us miss the shows a little bit. And they both came out with some stellar, stellar shows. Love Potomac. Mia, I was kind of at the beginning, I was like, yes, Mia's serving. And now I'm just like, oh, my God. Like, Mia is doing too much. Where she's trying to kick Ashley and Candace out of the house. And I love that Ashley's like, I'm not leaving. You and your size 13 foot are not going to walk over here and tell me that I'm going to leave a house that I was invited to. So, no. Thank you. Next. Period. Dot. Good for them. I wouldn't leave either. I'd be like, bitch, please. You're going to kick me out of this damn house. I already made myself comfy. And if I'm not going to go to some damn hotel. That's all. Yeah, Mia's a hot mess. Not a Mia fan anymore. She's just irritating me and just doing way too much. And it's just like not very likable like Jen Shaw. So. Okay. Um, is that it? I guess that's it. Potomac was great. Um, I'm sorry that your feet are bit. Yeah, I'm sorry you're mad and that your feet are bit. Candace is hilarious. I love Candace. Listen to Emily's coffee and cursy words, and she talked about the appeal for the earrings. It's pretty interesting. Oh, what what did she say? Okay, I'll have to listen to coffee and cursy words about the appeal. Um, yeah. Okay. All right. I'm going to wrap. I love you guys. I appreciate you guys. Don't forget to mark your calendar. For this upcoming Monday, the new holiday wines are on sale. I always make it nice and oh my God, I'm lit. Both available this upcoming Monday at nofilterwine.com. If you are a member of the Zach Pack, you can join at youtube.com slash justplainzach. If you are a member, you will get first dibs, early access to the new wines. They are limited edition only available for a short amount of time. So as soon as they're gone, they are gone and they are gone for good. There we go. Stock up at nofilterwine.com. The new holiday wines will be available this upcoming Monday. I love you guys. I appreciate you guys. You can give me a follow to keep up with me personally at Just Plain Zach, or you can keep up with the show and all the latest reality TVT at No Filter with Zach on Instagram. Hey, dolls, you are my source. Thank you. Thanks, doll. Next one should be I Need a Snatch Guard. <laughs> I love it. Um, Make sure you pound the hell out of the like button on your way out. I know that's right for us. Hit the like button, guys, on your way out. Subscribe if you're not subscribed. I love being a member. Thank you, Marianne. I love having you as a member, and I love that you always join the all the lives, Marianne. Annika, good night. Good night, and uh, bye, Miss Red. Ooh, Aussie. I love all the Aussie love. I love it, and I appreciate it. Okay. Love you guys. Appreciate you guys. Hope you have a wonderful weekend, and I will talk to you on Monday, and we will launch the new holiday wines. All right. Love you. Mean it. Bye.